Umkit Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1947, a clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts battled the forces of evil in the skies over America. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Ardency of Benedict Ederchenko. When we last left our hero Dixie Stenberg, she had zeroed in on the beast's location and was hot on his tail through downtown New York City. We're not getting away this time. Over on Long Island, Thomas drove out to Nev's crash site to ascertain her final fate. Blimey. Look at the wreckage. Ah, well, there you are. I'm really sorry I had to end like this. Meanwhile, just across the border into New Jersey, Cornelius returned to Teterboro Airport with Joseph in tow. In short order, Corny climbed into the cockpit of his brassy P-47 Thunderbolt and returned to the sky. Hang on, brassy battalion. Old Corny's back in the air. Alas for Joseph, his P-47 sat at the bottom of the Hudson. But it only took a brief call from one Archibald Withersby. Don Tutanheim with Army Intelligence. Scalzetti is one of ours, and we need him in the air immediately. Instantly. In a New York minute! And Joseph was airborne moments later in a borrowed U.S. Navy P-51 Mustang. It's time for some payback. But it was over the cool waters of Long Island Sound that the greatest danger to the battalion was to be found. In the form of Ursula Unger and Radolf Pelzer, hot on the tail of one Benedict Adarchenko. This is no hunt. I have tracked rabbits who are more fierce. Rabbits with big pointy teeth. Ugh, filthy Nazis. Always so sure your decisions are right ones. I could outfly you in my sleep. You are outnumbered and outmatched. Duh, but you have done exactly what I desired. We are out of city. <laughs> the city will still be there. We can destroy it later! And if you want to die, who are we to argue? <laughs> if you want to die, I am all too happy to be the one who is doing the killing! Benedict held his course and flew on, but still the demonic duo of dastardly Focke-Wolf 190s closed on it. We are almost in weapons range! Cannon armed! Target in sight! Cruising out over open water, Benedict had nowhere left to run, and nowhere to hide. The end is now! He's in range! Open fire! Sure, it was me. 
And now, a word from our sponsor, the unblemished Umket Industries. Wow, there's never a blemish to be found on that most immaculate of companies. Quite right, my good man. And we say that not just because Umket signs our paychecks. And not just because it's in the script. And not just because we're good Americans. But because it's true. True, we say. Hello, boys. <gasps> Miss Fortune Divine. It is always a great pleasure to see you. Again. Oh, I'm sure it is. Especially since we all work for this same entirely unblemished company. Miss Fortune agrees with us. So it must be true. Oh, I can verify that it is. Good sirs. Because I was told by the one, the only... The Amazing Noel. He's amazing. He's astounding. Not a charlatan, not confounding. The Amazing Noel. Famed mentalist and futuristic predictor extraordinaire. The one and the same. And as you know, I'm his comely short-skirted assistant, Miss Fortune Divine. The Amazing Noel and Miss Fortune Divine. Together at last and now for all time. And, my dear listeners... I can confirm what you have heard in my absence. Umket Industries is oh so very, very unblemished. I knew it. Some things feel so right, they have to be true. Well, gosh, Mr. Amazing Knoll, sir. That certainly is some fantastic news. Wait, wait. I'm getting something. Yes, Miss Fortune. It seems as if something is troubling you. Wow. How could you tell? The amazing Noel knows all. Simply spectacular. Tell me, Miss Fortune, what is troubling you, my dear? Well, you see, it's just that Mmkat is, is so very, very dear to me, and I... But of course. And so very, very unblemished. The very pinnacle of unblemishedness. And I fear that I'm not living up to company standards. <sighs> Good heavens. Say it ain't so. It is so, for I... I... Yes? 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 I... I have... I have... A blemish. <laughs> Just oh, look. cruel fate. <laughs> Such ugliness in the midst of beauty. There, there, my dear. Do not fret. Uncle Umket has just the thing to soothe your woes. Oh... A comforting hug. A bigger paycheck. Booze. Negatory. May I present you with Umket Industries' newest and greatest product. Unsmudged, umcream, pimple blot. If your complexion has got you in a rut, do not fret, just give Umket pimple blot. Well, at times like this, my complexion is just so bad... I almost hate to be seen live on the radio. Oh, it's not so bad. Why, I can hardly see it at all if I don't look directly at you. Simply try unsmudged, uncreamed pimple blot. 
It's the faster way to clear up blemishes. So much faster than Mother Nature. Give that old hag the what for. And doctor's half-face test proves unsmudged, uncreamed pimple blot medicated ointment dries up blemishes more effectively than any other product tested. Oh, really? Better than jubilation cake mix? Better than the granite? Better than Umket non-dental cream? Better than Umket Levitan? Yes, better than any other product, indeed. It's better than this and so much better than that. There's nothing better than Uncream Pimple Blot. Well, that sure sounds swell. And here's why it works so well. You see, some men and women have overactive oil glands. And excess oil and clogged pores cause blemishes. Well, maybe I've been using too much of Uncle Umket's Happy Hoopoo Homogenized Clay Pack. <gasps> Bite your tongue! You've most assuredly been using the exact right amount. Only now, you need to use unsmudged umcream pimple blot medicated ointment to get the full, unblemished effect. Oh. And this splendid product blots up oil more completely than any other product. It's better than this, it's so much better than that. There's nothing better than umcream pimple blot. Well, you know it blots well. Because blot is right in its name. In laboratory tests, unsmudged, uncream pimple blot absorbed oil completely in no less than 15 minutes. Did you hear that, folks? A laboratory. And hours later, other products still had not absorbed the same oil. Other products like the Umket Industries Motorized Toothbrush? Or the Umket Vaporetto? Or Umket Super Death Agent Ratu? None of those have even half the oil absorption power of unsmudged, uncream pimple blot. It's better than this and so much better than that. There's nothing better than a pimple blot. Hiding blemishes won't help heal them. No mere cover-up can work like unsmudged um-cream pimple blots antiseptic medication. Not even the awesome covering power of Unka Blanca cover-all paint? Not even! I never thought I'd see the day. That's true! You never did! And remember, doctor's half-face test proved unsmudged um-cream pimple blot medicated ointment was better in every case. It's a miracle. A miracle of brilliantly choosing which items to test. And how. It's better than this, so much better than that. There's nothing better than a pimple blot. And now, Miss Fortune Divine will participate in her very own half-face test. Well, goodness. What do I do? Just blot some unsmudged, uncream pimple blot on half of your face, of course. Oh, <laughs> silly me. <clears throat> what about the other half of my face? Why, Lord, of course. Oh. Here, have some unky. Now what? Now you let it dry overnight. Greaseless, stainless, unsmudged, uncream pimple blot dries into an oil-absorbing powder that clings all night and even helps heal acne-type blemishes. So I'll wake up in a pile of powder? A small price to pay. Well, we can't wait all night. We have to return to the show. And that is why I shall use my brilliant mental prowess to ascertain that... 
the unsmudged, uncream pimple blot side of your face may be free of blemishes. It may be? Anything is possible. And the umki rendered lard side of your face is very likely to have a great many more blemishes indeed. What? <gasps> Brilliant. Sensational. Don't let externally caused blemishes spoil your fun. Get unsmudged umcream pimple blot medicated ointment tonight, and you may see some improvement. Tomorrow! Remarkable! Give us one more prediction! Yes, yes, I'm getting something. In the future, it will be very possible for a woman to sell her husband to another woman, both legally and morally. Oh, that's amazing, Noel. I know! We now rejoin our program as Benedict races away from certain doom. This may be the last day I live to fight. Benny took the hits but kept his plane steady as his mind raced for a solution. Anger consumed him. That such bigoted no-good nicks could harm innocence and spread aggression and ruination across the globe seemed very unjust indeed. He's not right. I should turn and give them hot-weathered justice. I should destroy them right now. Oh, yes. Please. Do try. Yes! Please do attack us, so that the twin cannons may rip you apart! Glancing at his fuel gauge, Benny realized that there was no hope of geo-slipping away. I'm almost out of fuel. We'll not even be able to reach land. Ha! Did you hear that, Radul? <laughs> How delicious! Perhaps we should watch as he destroys himself! The sweet smell of abysmal failure! His own poor decisions, leading to his own demise! <laughs> the faces of the battalion flashed before Benny's eyes, and then he saw the vision that was Iris. And then he saw his departed, beloved Irinishka. And so it is, dear listeners, that through the magic of radio and the theater of the mind, we are able to travel back with Benedict to a happier time. Let's listen in as he... Remembers. And so we travel back to a moderately younger Soviet Union, where we find a moderately younger Benedict Adarchenko, who had just reached the rank of Starshina of Aviation. <laughs> Spasiba! Spasiba! In celebration, several of Benedict's fellow non-commissioned officers took him to the local watering hole. The Glasnochi. Benedict's friends bought a round of drinks and made with merriment and celebration. Thank you, thank you, my friends. It is my honor to serve Stalin. I, uh, I, uh. Unfortunately for Benedict, his comrades were more concerned with their own merriment than his. They soon abandoned him in pursuit of the many ladies who frequented the Glasnochi. And so it was that Benedict sat alone at the bar, nursing whiskey and loneliness. It was then that he noticed the ardent chestnut eyes peering out at him from behind haphazardly clipped auburn bangs. You speak English? Benedict just stared, lost in wonder. 
I say you speak English. Да, не? Да. That is not so common here. <laughs> you are drinking whiskey? Да. Oh, no, 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 no. You are celebrating, да? You need some vodka. I get you some of my special. So, drink up. Да. Чёрт возьми. Perhaps you do not like military men so much? Most I see in here are loud, rude and filthy. Mm, so this is why you try to kill them. You were staring at me. I did not mean to offend. Did you enjoy the vodka? I am not much for drink. He's very popular with men like you. Men like me? Da. Big, strong, sweaty. He's very manly. Another so soon? <laughs> This is mine. Um, what happened to your hair? What do you mean, what happened to it? What happened to your Russian? I am uh, learning the English for my next rank. And I have cut my hair myself. Why would you do that? Well, some of us who are not in military do not have much money. You have no friends who can help? None I would trust with blade near my head. You are very unusual. Спасибо. I did not introduce uh, I am Starshina Benedict Adarchev. Irinushka. Thank you for vodka, Irinushka. I must be going. But your friends have only just started to celebrate. They are not so much friends. They are more uh, men who use any excuse to drink. And you are not like them? I try not to be. You are very unusual. Спасибо. And so Benedict left, but found himself strangely compelled to return to the Glasnochi. And return he did. I thought you were not much for drink. Perhaps I was wrong. A man who admits he could be wrong while in uniform. Most unusual indeed. So what is it that drives you, Benedicta Darchenko? I am man who gets what he desires, when he desires it. Is that so? Da. And what is it that you desire? Well, um, I thought, uh, perhaps you and, and I, if, if you... Uh, <laughs> We barely know each other. This is not... Uh, going to happen. Perhaps if we could talk about it? Yet. No big military man for me. But I thought I was uh, not like others. You are sweet to try. But I am not looking. All is lost then. Good night. Benedict did not return for some time. But he found that, try though he might, he could not forget the dazzling Irinishka. There was something about her free spirit, her rich brown eyes, and her uneven bangs that haunted his every thought. And so, he returned. Back again? Never has Benedict Adarchenko not gotten what he wanted when he wanted it. We will... What are you doing? Writing. Pay your bills later. Patience, is... Benedict. Do not speak to me of patience. Let me see that. Is story da. about Moon. 
Да. Why do you laugh? It's ridiculous. People living in peace without regard to differences. That is not why you laugh. It is not? No. You... You like the idea. You like the story. I can see it in your eyes. It's nonsense. An upstanding starshina has no time for fantasy of children. And this is why you laugh. To keep up appearance. To better try to fit in with your comrades. The same comrades that brought you here to celebrate your promotion and just as soon abandon you with cheap American whiskey. Bah, look here. It says, hero does not defeat villain. That is what it says. Double nonsense. Good defeats evil. That is story. It doesn't always work like that. But villain is getting away. Sometimes that happens. Hero should have stopped him. If he did, he might have died. Worth trying. Sometimes, yes. But if he failed and there was no one to take his place, then the villain would be free to do as he pleased. Yes? I... Sometimes you must lose battle to win war. I have lost this battle. <laughs> Duh. But perhaps not war. Time will tell. I am sorry I mocked story. In military, such things are not... Um... I know. But you do not need to put on a show for me. Just be Benedicta Darchenko and leave Starchina on the base. Da, as you say. If I could... I was... Da? Your hair grows long. If you would like help, I could... Perhaps uh, tomorrow? I would like that. And so Benedict returned the very next night, pair of scissors in hand, and he gently and tenderly trimmed back her hair. Ah, da, all done. Oh. All? What is all? Let me see. Irinishka ran to the mirror and gazed at her new coif, and a smile shot across her face faster than an illusion to Stomovic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. What? Is more uneven than before. It is full of charm. I should go. Stay. Uh, but... I wrote more of my story. I stay. What is it says here? Live to fight another day. Duh, this I will do. My goodness. He is learning. And so, their relationship blossomed. Over stories of the moon. Over bottles of vodka over mismatched bangs and the gentlest of soldiers, over heroes and villains, and living to fight another day. And do not forget Kulibyaka. I make the best cabbage pie. And Benedict learned that one could not win every battle at the expense of winning the war. And Arinishka learned that not every big, burly military man was a violent, lumbering oaf. And together, they learned about love. I will always be by your side. And I yours, Zaychiki. Little rabbit it does not seem fitting. You are soft and fluffy on inside. <laughs> and so they were married amidst doves and soldiers, uneven hair and uniforms, and plenty of vodka. Irinishka helped Benedict with his English, and Benedict helped Irinishka stay warm by bringing logs for the fireplace at the Glasnochi. And together, they prosper. But so it was that things change, as they always do, and the Nazis invaded Poland 
and winter rolled in. Benedict's hard work and studying had paid off with a promotion to Praporshik, but the news was not all good. The winter was terribly harsh in the ways only Russian winters can be, and Arinishka had caught a particularly hostile strain of influenza. Unfortunately, it proved too much for her to bear. <coughs> Benedict, listen. No, no! Sickness will not claim you. Live to fight another day. <coughs> it is... my time. No, cannot be. All things must end, Benedict. Your story is done. Da. Hero has less fight. Is blinded. But war is one. Sometimes we must sacrifice for the greater good. Sometimes the day we have lived to fight for is today. Please. Do not leave me. I will never leave you, Zaychiki. You are how I will live on. You can stop the evil in the world. You can build peace, despite the differences. Like in story on moon. Like in the story on the moon. And like we did in Glasnochi. You are my hero, Benedict. Do not be blind to your own ability to change the world. I will not forget. I love you. And I you, my Irinushka. Be happy, Zechiki. Back in the cockpit of his P-47 Thunderbolt, the radio chatter of his enemies brought Benedict back to reality. And once the coward has crashed to his watery grave, we can give some seaside villages a taste of the might of Scar! There will be no one to stop us! Think of the carnage! Think of the destruction! <laughs> Benedict's eyes narrowed and his jaw clenched as he jammed his control stick hard to the left and put his thunderbolt through a tighter turn than he'd ever tried before. Sometimes the day you have lived to fight for is today. Solnishka Mayo, I fight in Rinushka's honor. He's coming around! What? Impossible! He's suicidal! If it's suicide he wants, it's suicide I will help him with! Nazi lead ripped into Benedict's thunderbolt, but his course did not waver. He knew his guns were useless against the bulletproof Zeta squad, but he also knew one good shot with a rocket was all he needed. Shoot him down! Shoot! I am trying! He won't evade! Evade! Can't turn! Fast enough! Rudolph! Got a quicker death than he deserved. I will you until your skin is a flame with more pain than you've ever known. I will gouge out your eyes and tear out your tongue. I will rip you to shreds. 
Benny and the plane named after his lost love fell from the sky, the damage too great to keep them skyworthy. In a last-ditch effort, Benny reached to fire his remaining rockets. Firing mechanism is damaged. There is only one option, then. Nazis will not harm innocents. Benny pulled with all his might, his considerable muscles bulging and straining against his uniform. In a move no other battalion member could dream of achieving, he came out of the nosedive just long enough for a minor course correction. And that is all I will need. Sometimes we must sacrifice for the greater good. It is time to move on. Goodbye, Irinushka. And with that, Benedict ejected from his plane and parachuted down through the warm summer air. And he watched as Irinushka fell from the sky, right into the flight path of the one remaining Ebony Fock Wolf 190. All was not well for Benedict, however, as he was now alone in the open sea. Unfortunately for Benedict, the fastest member of the battalion had not caught up in time to assist with the dogfight. But fortunately for all of us, she did catch up in time to see the explosion and Benedict splash down. This is Lily LaRue of the 1st Brassy Battalion Fighter Squadron, calling anyone within range. We have a man down 10 miles east of Long Island Sound. Repeat, man down. LaRue, this is New York Coast Guard Dispatch. We're sending a ship over for search and rescue. ETA 10 minutes. Lily, what's going on? Looks like Benny was shot down, but he's alright. I can see him floating in the water. The Coast Guard is on the way. Thank goodness you were there. If you hadn't spotted him, we might have lost him. Just doing my job. Keep an eye on him until the Coast Guard gets there, and then head downtown. We've got a situation here. What happened? The beasts were right into the heart of the city. We've got a mounting monstrosity. This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. Does this mean the flashy-backy episodes are over? Mark Zaracor as Frank McGuff. You mean I don't get one? You could have already had one last season. But that one didn't count because we weren't counting then. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. Oh, boo-hoo, cry me a river. There are only four more episodes, do you realize? How on earth will that be enough time for me to prevail and destroy Dixie Stenberg? Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. Perhaps it won't be nearly enough time at all. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Then I suppose you will not prevail. <gasps> Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. I will tell you what, I know a certain German mechanic boy who will be quite upset indeed if he does not get the flashy-backy episode. Oh, go on. You aren't half as important as I am. <laughs> Things like this which make me think this show's demise can't come too soon. Scott Vinicombe as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. You know, son, when the show's gone, uh, you will be too. Do you think? Anthony Piselli as Joey Scalzetti. Ah, jeez. Come on, Bill. Even I figured that out. I may yet live on. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. And how exactly is that going to happen? Maybe, uh, maybe the writer will continue on just for me. Perry Whittle as Benedict Aderchenko. Some things do continue on after we are gone. Like love. Duh, like love. 
and moon. This is sickening. But you will not continue on. Of that I am sure. Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. Benny's right, Bill. I just don't see it happening. Well, what about a spin-off? Unket Industries presents the original Billingsley and Zeta Squadron up to no good theater can finally become a reality. Catherine Pride as Freddy. Um, wouldn't you need a Zeta Squad to make that happen? They're all dead! Justin Dobby as Volker. Girlfriend is right. You've got nothing left. It's not my fault, I... And believe you me, I am none too pleased with that turn of events. Why, there's no more... Mike Winters as Reto Pelzer. And no more... Era Pelodi as Ursula Unger. It's so sad. Those two were so sweetly sadistic together. I even bought a flogger for the wedding. Tanya Milievich as Irinishka. Our wedding was magical. Remember, Zaychiki? Of course. I shall remember you and Glasnochi for always. Oh, please, I... Not now! Ooh. Oh! Bear shocked as the Coast Guard dispatch. I just doubled my total number of lines. Thanks, crazy end credits. Kristen Bays as the Unket triplets. He's thanking the end credits? Isn't he just darling? I hate the end credits. I think they're silly, and they go on too long. Bill Young as the Amazing Noel. They are silly, but therein lies their supposed charm. <laughs> M. Sierra Garcia as Miss Fortune Divine. Can I take this goop off my face already? Not yet. <sighs> when? Then. When will then be now? Soon! Ryan Pickens as Robot 153. What about some hot robo-flashing back episodes? Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon 2000. I'll show you some hot robo-flashing. <laughs> Don't think this means we're friends. I will still crush you. Sam Young as the Beast. <laughs> and Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. I don't like the sound of that laugh. I don't think you were meant to, chum. This is Seth Adam Schur. Stay tuned next time as we pay a visit to the old homestead only at pendantaudio.com. You've been listening to a pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater. Brought to you tonight by the unblemished Umket Industries. And remember, get unsmudged, uncream pimple block medicated ointment tonight. And you may see some improvement tomorrow. Can I clean it off my face now? Yes! No! My face with Umke rendered lard has added a dozen new blemishes! But the other half with unsmudged um cream pimple blots medicated ointment looks almost as normal now as it did before! Oh gosh darn it! Stay safe, America, and good night. And 
I want a day wedding with whips. Do you think Satan will give me and Raduf a wedding with whips? Will we even be together? He wasn't evil enough. Perhaps he went to heaven. Ugh. Oh, so awful. I wanted my wedding with whips. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Bill Fisher, assistant director Bruce Busby. Umkit Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2010, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.